emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Welcome back to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Entertainment Network. Boom Howdy. I'm your host, Dustin P. I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk USA's The Purge, Episode 4, entitled Release the Beast. Wow. The Pumas. So, like we do on this show, we dive directly into spoilers. So if you have not seen the episode, pause our podcast right now. Yep. Go watch the episode and come back. But with that being said, spoiler, spoiler, Spoiler. Uh-huh. Genius, what was your first take on this? I've liked this episode, but like at the same time, I like this episode, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, there was just something a little bit off about it, but it got progressively better, you know? At first, I was like, eh, filler episode, you know? But then towards the end, it got a little bit more meatier, and like I enjoyed it a lot more. So, um, how do you want to break this down? I say we just go ahead and stay with the way that we've done all the other episodes. Right. We just break it with down the, in segments and pieces. So which one should we? Oh, it's my choice. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Let's go ahead and go with the Dahmer dinner party. Okay. Where we cool. talk about you know uh, Jenna and uh, Jenna and Rick and Lila and, and their interactions. <laughs> I was very happy to see that we got more of their story. Yeah. Because it, you know for the previous episodes we've kind of been <laughs> in the dark. Uh huh. Um, um, and and like we've said before, I mean, we, we don't want to get all like sleazy and whatnot, but I mean, there was a, a large there was it. a large part of it that was just missing. You didn't know exactly why, you know, Lila was kind of, I don't know, kind of out in limbo with them. But here's the thing: you still don't because I know she's got some shit up her sleeve. But what exactly is it? Because first she's all like, you know. Oh hey, I love you and everything. You know, no, like hey, it's just fun. We're just having mm-hmm. a good time. And then even. Because it's flashbacking forward and back in time. so And that was one of the ones I didn't have a problem with. The flashback sequences with Jenna and Rick and, and Lila, I did not have a problem with. <coughs> Typically, I do. Because it, it distorts time so much that a lot of times it can get convoluted. It, it definitely fucking does that. But sometimes, like, sometimes it works. This one only worked half for me. Okay. Like, the first part of it, the first flashback, it, it was like... Okay, this again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, okay, make pancakes, do whatever, you know. Mm, pancakes. pancakes. Right? But then, like, as it went on, I'm like, okay, I see where it's servicing the story. But even before, um, there's something going on. She's setting up them seeds of Discord, like, you know, and now, um, what's his name, Tobin? Rick? No. Rick. Tobin? I don't know where the fuck you get that from. I don't know why. He's <laughs> just fucking out of nowhere. He looks like a Tobin. He looks like a Tobin. No. So he's like, you know, Rick's and he's one of the new FFA members, mm-hmm. you know? And so she's over there ca- talking shit, you know? 
and like sowing that seeds of discord and like just being like she's super shady you know what i'm saying because i don't know exactly what her end game is because even when she's talking to lila in the flashback sequence like well what do you need you just need money let's take the money and then every dime we take from them we are we put in a charity we take from them <laughs> you know and so it's like <laughs> yeah that, that part when, when lila was talking about that that was like really like sleazy almost right so it made me think is she like skimming off the top oh like she definitely you know is. what i'm saying or is she like doing all kinds of shit I think she's doing more than what we're led on to believe in just that little, you know, the charity, like, right deal. Because she's super fucking shady, and that's the thing. And that's, that's, I have, like, not beef, but, like, things about this. So, anyway, Jenna comes up, and she says, okay, so... Well, he first, first Rick acts, so is that, like, a a one-and-done thing? I mean, you know? Because, like... I'm talking Lamore, right? I am talking Lamore. Because in fairness, in fairness, I'm like, I if if that if that ever happened to me, I'd be like, was that a one and done thing? I mean, like, just out of curiosity. (laughs) And then depending on the situation, whether like I hope it was a one and done thing or I hope it wasn't a one, it all depends. But that's a that's a valid question. And so she's like, "Mm, maybe not, right? Cool, but. She sets up the rule where it's like it has to be yeah, the has both to be all three of us, of them. Yeah. right? If n- none of the shenanigans on the side. So what's the first thing she fucking does the next day? Fucking like Jenna's like, hey, hey, tell me about your hopes and dreams, and let's go back upstairs and bang, you know? And so it's like <laughs> <laughs> it was like super fucking quick, and even before she's just so fucking shady, and like, and here's another thing, like. So flash forward into the party, right? Okay, so the present day. Present day. So like they already said that he already said like, look, Jenna's fucking up. It's basically gonna be me and her, and he chose her. He, she, uh, Jenna comes down with Lila, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. I'm not saying he didn't overreact because oh, he, he did. Overreacted. He totally fucking overreacted. But at the same fucking time, he had just cause. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, like, I can see that? Yeah. I mean, the, sh- the the woman that like almost like just broke up your family. You know what I'm saying? On a rule that she made. You know. I was just like, I could see where he would be mad. He just chose the wrong way to, and the wrong time, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely the wrong place at the wrong time to fucking get all indignant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, th- I thought it was really cool uh, to be able to see a little bit more into their past and find out, you know, how how Lila actually factors into it. Yeah. You know, we, we come to find that Rick and Jenna have kind of got a... Kind of a loveless streak, like a slump. Yeah, and and that's the whole reason why Lila is kind of interjected is to you know kind of spice it up. Ooh, too sexy. And I mean, apparently it worked for a while until Mm -hmm. Jenna started actually having feelings for Lila. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I and she even says, you know, when when Rick, you know, goes, oh, how could you do this to me? She goes, well, she made me feel important. Yeah, you know, and I mean. Dude, if 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 you're all about the money and you're yeah, all about your charity true. and that's all that's you're true. trying to do, and even when even when like even when um, uh, Lila was talking shit, you mm-hmm. know that's what like she's like he's all about the money. Yeah, you know, you know he's he's just trying to get to my father's you know cash to you know to to you know further his business exploits that he doesn't care about you know anything else going on. Yeah, I did think it was kind of heartbreaking though because you know you have Lila and Jenna talking about. You know, what's going to go on? I mean, present day, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're upstairs at this dinner party kind of talking. 
and Lila's like pouring her heart out to to Jenna. You know, I'd love you, and I'd love the baby, and I'd and I'd do everything, and blah 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 blah. But here's the thing: I don't know if that's bullshit or not. You know what I'm saying? For multiple reasons. One, this being the purge notwithstanding. Yeah. Right. The fact that she's like the daughter of Mr. Fucking Crazy Pants, Mr. Purge Pants, right? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Purging Pants. Right. The fact of the matter is that she's fucking sneaky. Yeah, she's you know? very diabolical. She's fucking sneaky and she's fucking manipulative. So, like, I don't know if I could believe her. Oh, I don't know if I could believe her You know her what I'm either. saying? She's pouring her heart and I love you and I'll take care of the baby. But you know what? Who knows? First sign of trouble, she's bouncing, you exactly. know? 10,000 miles away. Yeah. So, like, this is a very complex love triangle because you can definitely see the sides to all these different people. Because if Loyla is on the up and up, maybe she truly does love Jenna. Yeah, you know? and, and we find out that even there's more something to the, there. Yeah, and we find out more to the story when Jenna just ghosted her. Right. You know, just kind of cut and run. I mean, in order to save her marriage, especially if she's pregnant, I mean... Tough decisions had to be made. So, like, you could see all the sides of this love triangle. Yeah, you could see why Rick would be pissed. Oh, you definitely would see why Rick would be pissed. If I was in his shoes, I'd be jealous as fuck. When coming down both of them, like, what the fuck just went on? Because you know it happened before. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, I'd be pissed. I wouldn't, like, yell at the father's fucking charity ball. Yeah, and and you you can see he said it loud enough to where people actually noticeably took you know the dad fucking noticed the dad was like like, what's going on everything okay you know the last person i'd want to piss off is mr purge pants you know what i'm saying (laughs) on purge Purge mcduck the guy that's giving you all the money purge mcduck (laughs) so yeah so fucking i mean the the guy writing the check is definitely the last dude you want to piss off if you're trying to seal a business deal especially when he's murdering people like not 10 minutes earlier you know because it's a time a small amount of time that this happened. Yeah. So, because we I mean, because we're only we're only four hours into the purge, right? And we open up the episode with this. Yeah. So it's or was it Jane? Jane. It was it was the stabbing that opened up the episode. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Like, but do we have any more with Jenna, Lila, and Rick that we need to really talk about? Because I mean, honestly, it was more backstory, and we kind of covered the jealousy angle. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was pissed at Jenna. Like this, like one, she made the rule, and he's like, all right, cool, you know. And then she broke the rule. And then she got. And then she's being all indignant at the at the uh, at the at the the Suarez the soiree about the at the murdering people mm-hmm. and like you know you know oh why why are you getting so upset because I'm hanging out with Jenna? Little did they know that they just made out for about ten minutes up in the balcony. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, come on, Jenna. You know, don't make up the rules and then fucking break them. Well, you know. So the, and the so, heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, but the fucking brain needs to follow along sometimes. Hey, man. But at the same time, whatever. It's a it's a fictional story. But to quote a famous '90s philosophy, "Free your mind, and your ass will follow." Right. But <laughs> we know that some ill shit's about to go down because yep. the last thing fucking we hear about the Dahmer dinner party is the maid. Like you know, you need, you need to get to the fuck now, now, now. And I'm wondering if that's going to be like an initiation, or maybe the dad knows about. Yeah, Lila and Jenna, maybe, maybe, and he's holding a grudge. I mean, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the reason why Jenna and Rick were invited. It wasn't to get money; it was to get a potential purge victim. Maybe Layla knows about this and wants to get uh, Rick out of the way. Ooh, I you like know it. what I'm saying. So, like, I like it. We have multiple angles that we can go with on this. If that happens, if Layla does have Rick dispatched or Lila, dread, uh, Lila, 
You're killing me. I'm sitting there thinking of Eric Clapton. But if Lila does have Rick dispatched, what position would that put Jenna in? Of course, this is speculation land. If she's all freaking out, like, how could you touch that gun? Uh, right? Yet, like... You killed my husband, you know? Let's go upstairs and bang. You know, it's like, what's what's the All reaction? All of a sudden, Jenna becomes Frank Reynolds. Come right? Now. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's that, like, that, that that's... Weird. No, I mean it's it's, I mean, it's plausible on all the on all the different angles because I mean you can see where you know potentially the writers could be writing Rick out. You yeah. can see where the writers would be writing Jenna out. Yeah, maybe maybe they were just invited to be you know purge victims. Maybe Lila's gonna set them up both. You yeah. know because she she definitely has a grudge against Jenna because now Jenna's kind of thwarting her. You know let's let's go be you know, a happy family together kind of, you know, ideology or idea. That being said, I don't feel, I'm, I, I don't feel a lot of dread for Jenna because she's pregnant. I don't think the movie would kill or the show would kill a pregnant woman. You never know, man. It is purge land. It, it is. It is purge land. If it does, if it does, I'll be coming on the show and I'll be like, oh, shocking, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, this just in, right? I'll be like, I would be a gasp. But, you know, we haven't got that far yet. Maybe at that point in time, we know we find out Jenna's horrible. And like, oh, fuck you. Exactly. Or something. Supplies. You know, we don't know. It's, pur- <laughs> it's purge land. It's purge land. It's, it is, it's definitely purge land. So we've covered pretty much everything with Rick and Jenna and Lila and the, the Dahmer dinner party. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, we started off the episode with Jane and, and inside Riker Capital. Right. And <laughs> she, you know, again, we, we stumble upon the murdered... You know, the murdered body of Mark with right. Allison standing above him with a pair of, like, office scissors. This was such a... Which is terrible because I used to work in an office and office scissors are dull as shit. So it was a slow, painful death. Exactly. He, he probably died of <laughs> tetanus, tetanus as opposed to the stab wounds. <laughs> that was first. Fucking... He's like, got locked on now. Sergeant Kennedy! Yes! Not! You know, this is like... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, they didn't have a wallet to shove in his mouth, so he died in lockjaw. Oh, man. No, this was... Allison is such a very weird and complex character, but she has some of the most poignant lines that just kind of, like, stuck with me. For example, when she killed Mark, she was like, this didn't help at all. I don't feel... Oh, Allison? Yeah. Yeah, she goes, I don't feel cleansed. I feel worse, right? Then I thought this was supposed to make me feel better. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, like, Jane's like, like he had a family and blah, 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 you know? And then then finally she's like, well, then I, I still got the job, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, and in, and in fairness, in fairness. Uh, she does have a point. She has a point. And you know what? Like we said last episode, it's Purge Land. So, like. Yeah, know, they're not, they're not on the sacred floor. Right? So, like, they. If she says, hey, you killed somebody. Oh, yeah, well, you hired somebody to kill. Yeah, she dropped the bomb. You know, I saw your computer. Right? She goes, I know what's fucking going on. But at the same time, you could also say, it's purge land. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you know. So, I don't know. I think if I was Jane, I would have been like, I wouldn't go on like, oh, try and save him. Because I got it. I got beef with that, too. But at the same time, (laughs) at the same time, I would have been like, okay. Let's go in our corners. You know, you're good. I'm good. We'll fill out we'll, this paperwork. We'll both be good. We'll fill out this paperwork, <laughs> right? And then let's go back to the 38th floor, right? 
Put the scissors down first. Again. Again. I I definitely think your feelings on that are well noted from the last episode. And I mean, I'm right there with you. If if I just, if I, if I see a victim laying on the floor, the, the, the suspect is covered in blood and is, has the scissors in her hand. The last thing I'm going to do is check for a pulse. Right. And ask what happened. What the fuck do you think happened? He fell. Apparently his pants fell off and he fell on the scissors multiple times. Exactly. I don't care if he's fucking doing the world coolest fucking juggling magic trick you know tell me about that later first let's right i don't want to know i can put two and two together put down the scissors but i mean you know hey for for a bonus though at least one person got poked but like for her to say oh my god he doesn't deserve this talking about the baldwin yeah that was bullshit because he totally fucking deserves it i don't know he He totally fucking (laughs) deserves it because you know what fucking he just needs to go he's a scuzz he's such a slice slimes he needs to fucking go so he doesn't and fucking to go on a quest and like to try and save this asshole i'm like that's fuckery yeah, you know, when Jane I mean, leaves the building, that makes absolutely no sense. It's asinine. I understand she has a crisis of conscience, but at the same time, one, previous statement, it's purge land. And two, like... At least find Steve for maintenance to get his machete. Yeah, that's exactly what we said. We're like, we better fucking find Steve for maintenance. Like, he's got something. You know, help help, help us out. But instead, out, she, grabs you know? a, she grabs a, a hammer. Fu- a fucking hammer. What the fuck is MC Hammer going to do? Apparently not much. No, because, because we find out in the alley, you know, it, it, it set up the tension really good. It was creepy. That was a super effective shot. It was. I mean, because you had like the the long like sequence, and just everything was making her jump. You know, like cats and dogs fighting, and just you know, like Aaron Burr in the fucking background. Yeah, just yeah. like all fuzzy and out of focus, fucking Roach, and like <laughs> Aaron Burr, but <laughs> but. uh <laughs> No, it was a good shot, but at the same time, like, fucking stop being stupid, you know? You already put the plan into motion. This was your plan. You had 365-plus days to think about this. If it was a leap year, 364 in a regular year. True. (laughs) Let's see what Lance would your grave says, because doesn't they have, like, a magical, like... This is bullshit! Like, doesn't, like, (laughs) isn't, like, Brazil or around there, like, exempt from... Like the daylight, the leap year. You it's got like me, 1920. Man. You're going way too smart for my <laughs> life. Yeah, I don't know. So I saw it on the internet, so it must be true. Um, no. So, like, uh, what the fuck? What is she going to do with it? And then don't stop it and try and call one. Uh, Brock is probably busy. Yeah. You she, know? She's got her hands a little full. And I love the line where it, it was on the phone where she's like, uh, have a good purge night, and if possible, I might return your call. Because, I mean, in fairness, uh, you know? I'm going to be knee-deep up in somebody's guts. Mm-hmm. Literally. And then speaking of the phone call, I really liked that phone call that she had uh, at the hospital, like, no matter what happens tonight. And mm-hmm. it's good to know that the nurses and all, because the hospitals we know are 100% safe, so. Um, I believe so, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, it's good to know that even the people in the safe zones, like, if you need help, let us know. We'll get you out there. Mm -hmm. We'll make space for you or whatever. So, that was good to know. But, don't go on a suicide mission to save an asshole just to clear your conscience. Find another way or or something, you know? Purge next year, you know? Do it hands-on, you know? Go to a support group. Because, you know, bullshit's going to go down, and she's risking her own life for something that she fucking... 
I don't know. I just had issues with her going out in the fucking first place. Well, yeah, and I mean, we see kind of the results of that. I mean, yeah. she she's attacked in the alley, and this really like skeezy almost meth head, all uh, pop, pop da- damn near, yeah, damn near, you know, damn near incapacitates her with this like you know with, with like a a drug. But what? But but what was his deal? Because we've seen people in masks. We've seen people in costumes. We've seen all sorts of this thing. But this dude looked like he was full on fucking pepperoni pizza face zombie. Hey, man, you never know. Maybe he was a masochist. Oh, you know, that's true. Maybe he liked hurting people. And, and hurting himself. Because even, that. you know, in, in the big reveal in this is we actually get, uh, you know, an, a number of, um, I guess, avenging uh, avenging individuals. I love that idea. Oh, that yeah, did dude. That, I did, too. The, you know, the matron saints? Yeah, the matron saints. We we find an RV full of women that actually save Jane from... I, I'm assuming, we, or rather, we are to assume that she would have probably been raped and, oh, and exactly. murdered. Well, fucking like you said, he fucking started trying to jug her. It's fucking yeah. like Purge Cosby, and he's going around <laughs> fucking putting shit in, his, in people's mouth. I did find it a little too deus ex machina that, like, like the avenging angels just happen to be there at the same time. Yeah, and they just kind of roll up right exactly, at the moment. At the yeah. right perfect time to save her from swallowing shit. But at the same time, I'm willing to suspend disbelief because I like those characters so far. I do too. I and I that, like. I'm, I think I'm, the ladies on the RV are awesome. Me too. And I like. And, and even in cheesy movies, I like when that shit happens sometimes. So a little Deus Ex Machina, I'm okay yeah, because, with. I mean, but, yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm people are going to bitch about that. Yeah, you know, and of course, I mean, we we've got a little bit of beef with it too. But I mean, it, it is kind of nice to be able to see. You know those kind of weird happenings. Yeah, you know, in a, in a show that is so heavy, but know? it introduced good characters because one, their philosophy is fantastic so far. We know they're going to go crazy later on, according to the previews. It's just going right. to go off the rails because it's Purge Night. But at the same time, their cause is just. Their cause is true, and like I would fully support them if they ever had a Kickstarter. Yeah, and, and you know, you know they, they even mentioned they even mentioned because it's like. You know, on Purge Night, three women are killed for every one man. And what they, they say sexual genocide or something like that? Sexual, sexual assaults, you know. And, and this is very appropriate to what we're talking about now in, in the news cycle and whatnot. Oh, with yeah. everything that's going on. You know, w- women who are, you know, attacked and, you know, sexually abused and whatnot are, you know, almost cheapened to the point where they don't want to report, you know, what happens. Mm-hmm. And, and they're continuing to be cheapened yeah. or attacked now by people in power yeah. who, who will remain nameless. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you've got this, like, pressure on women to not want to report this. And that's, the purge is dealing with that real time. Yeah. And then to have the matron saints, which is, I think, is a fucking great name. Oh, I do, too. That's, great that's, a, that's an awesome name for an avenging, avenging A group. militant, like, yeah. And, and you know what? That I... I Love that idea, and in fact, I, I I hope they take this and ride with it quite a ways. And know? and you know they even say that the matron saints, you know, four times a month they train, yeah, specifically for for this. Night. They're ready for this, yeah, and that's so. all they do is they they help people that are you know out in the purge, mm-hmm. you know, and specifically women who are are targeted, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's awesome to see that you have you know these these people that are being pushed to the limit. You know, because they are ready to kill. I mean, they are armed to the teeth. Yeah. They've got bulletproof vests and a hell of a lot of weaponry, mm-hmm. you know, and they're ready to avenge people. Because if somebody is, is if no doesn't mean no, stop ain't going to mean stop. Right. And so, that, that's exactly it. You know, and, and the guy that was attacking Jane even made mention. You, you ruined know, my night. You ruined my night. As he ran and away. She, and she goes, well, she's coming with us or you're, you're going to be without your balls. Right. So, I mean. Yeah. 
I don't know. I I'd li- I like those characters. I'm I'm interested to see you know where they go for the rest of the season, and mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens with Jane now. Yeah, me too. Because she lied. She outright lied to the matron saying she sure as fuck did, didn't she? Yeah. She goes, "What are you doing here? I got. I'm worried about my friend. I mean, my car broke down, and my- uh, I'm I'm on my way to their house. <coughs> In fairness, she is worried about her friend because she fucking put a hit out on her quote unquote friend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So and she wants to fucking cancel it. I'm having issues with that. And I am like too. her whole art. And it's not spoiling it for me. No, but no, it's, not at all. Because it's still a good storyline, but it's making me like, mm, yeah, you're losing cool points, Jane. <laughs> losing cool points, especially. You know? you know, come on, it's it's the Baldwin. Come on now, right? It's a Baldwin on Purge Night. They should be almost a target. You know, it should be like, like you know what I'm saying. I'm sure there's, a, I'm sure if there's a Purge Night, I'm sure there's many a Baldwin on people's like Purge list, except for Alec. He's only on Donald Trump's purge. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure there's a bunch of people. But no, I mean, he he is playing sleaze so well as as a sleazy CEO. And so, like, for him... I mean, I'm eating it up, man. He's doing a great job He is. No, he is. You want to hate him. I mean, you love to hate him. He's that that guy you love to hate, right? But you love to hate him, so you don't want to see your hero or your heroine sacrifice herself... For this slime. No, I don't think she's going to. I don't think she's going to be able to make she it. Is. She is. She's sacrificing herself by fucking stepping off of the 38th floor. She's sacrificing herself by fucking calling up uh, Bronca and trying to stop in the whole fucking thing. And not talking to Steven Maintenance. Just you know saying. what I'm saying? So, like, it's like, come on, Jane. I liked you. I still do. But, like, you, you lost some cool points. Yeah, I've got a sneaky suspicion with the way that the story is going to play out that, you know, the Baldwin is going to get, a, you know, the upper hand on Bronca. And the matron saints are going to save Bracca from him. Mm-hmm. And then the whole story is going to come unraveled with Jane. I hope Jane takes him out with her bare hands. Like, like thumbs in the eye. Oh, God. And like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a dark quick. I mean, like, just, like, just, just. I mean, she's got a hammer. Just Jane going to town like blah 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 blah. Just like she starts hitting him like Super Smash Brothers. Exactly. Just fucking peppering his face. Just poof 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 poof. poof. Right? Yeah. I don't know if we could go with that gory though. No. I, I, don't, I don't know if we could go with the uh, you know the the eye gouge. We should. It's the purge. But I hope that's what happens. I hope she has a. I hope she does come back around for like no, fucking let's kill him. You know. Not <laughs> once again. Murdering fictional people on a fictional show, but fucking kill that Baldwin. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I think the only part with Jane that that I'm really interested in going forward, besides the whole matron saint kind of right. deal and how how her interaction with those ladies is gonna is gonna play out, is the fact that when she called the nurses at the hospital, she said, "Please tell my mom I love her and I forgive her." Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, did she like purge her dad? Maybe I'm, you know. I'm, Maybe. I'm, I'm interested to see how that that kind of plays out because I want to know what the mom did. Exactly. <laughs> that was something very interesting that I hope comes up. Yeah, and I think I think we're going to get a lot more of that information too because I mean we do have such we we've got a big world with this show but mm-hmm. we have such a small emphasis on individual characters. Yeah, you know we I mean we really only have what probably less than a you know ten characters that we really have a lot of information on. Jane. Um... Yeah, no, we don't have that many people at all. So yeah, so I mean, we got less than ten, less than ten people. So okay, we'll see how that, we'll see how that works. And then going back in, uh, intertwining, uh, I think does that bring us to the end of Jane? 
That sure. pretty much brings us to the end of Jane. Um, then, I mean, I guess really the the last two segments are. I, I would still give. I would still give Allison the promotion. I would still. <laughs> she's blame. a real go getter. Do you think? And she's got a brilliant personality, right? Do you think that's going to come back, or do you think that's the end? That's the last we hear of like the Moore's Mutual Fund. No, I think Moore's Mutual. You've been playing too much Grand Theft Auto. Yes, I have. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> the Riker Capital firm. I think. I think what we're going to see is that if Jane is unable to stop Bracca, mm-hmm. I think it's still going to play a big factor. I think they're going to use it as leverage against one another. You know, I think Allison's going to be like, well, you know, you saw me kill Mark, but I also know that you tried to kill Mr. Riker. Right. So, you know, but you, you know tried that, to kill David. So. But what's worse, fucking murder or attempted murder? I mean, attempted murder. It's not like he killed somebody. You know, like <laughs> nice. Oh, you on the the O.J. Simpson defense? <laughs> Stand next to Johnny Cochran. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see how this all plays out so. because I, I mean, so. Jane is in a very precarious spot. She is. I, I just mean, hope she doesn't lose more cool points with me because then I'll be like, I mean, yeah, she's, already, she's already lied to her Lady Avengers. And, exactly! Exactly! Uh, I, don't know. They, I, I don't think that was a very smart move. You shouldn't lie to someone who can kick your ass, let or alone... that has guns. Yes, or you shouldn't lie to somebody with multiple people with guns that can kick your ass. You know what I'm saying? That's a pretty That's a pretty safe uh, philosophy there. Especially if they just saved your ass. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't start off a, a good thing with a bad note. Yep. So... So we cover the Dahmer Dinner Party and mm-hmm. Riker Capital. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and get on to either Penelope and Miguel, or would you rather talk about the Purge Protector? Uh, let's finish off with the Purge Protector. Let's okay. go and let's di- let's meld Penelope and Miguel into one. Yeah, because they are kind of yeah. The Magic School Bus to, is kind of yeah. So we can like, in the past. Yeah, so we can talk about that. So once again, I still love Pete the Cop. Yeah. Pete the Cop is great. Yeah, he's such a simple character, but yet you know there's like layers. He's like an onion. Played to perfection. And especially the line he goes, I don't want to go numb. You're the reason why I'm not going numb this year. Thank you. Yeah. This is why I'm doing this, you know? They should have had like the bro hug. <laughs> no. That would have made it worse. You already have fucking Paul Williams the cowboy coming in, right? So you have cow- you have this cowboy coming in. I'm thinking to myself... <laughs> It should have been Lawrence Fishburne, Cowboy Curtis. So fucking Miguel's on this trip. He's already met a cop. Then he's been a cowboy. All he needs now is to meet a construction worker and a biker. And his purge night has been protected by the village people. Yeah. I mean, it is is pretty fun to stay at the YMCA. I mean... (laughs) I I really have no response to that. I mean... I mean, that would be pretty cool to see, like, the, the village people on, like, you know, on, like, an RV. And they just do, like, weird little shenanigans that travel through Purge Night. Miguel, there's a place you can go. I said, Miguel. Right? They, they go around sing, uh, singing and saving people via show tune. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. I, I don't know why. It just struck me. I'm like, okay, we got a cowboy. We got a cop. We just need a construction worker and a biker and a fucking Native American. We got the fucking village people. There we go. We already had the construction workers at the fucking gauntlet. There's, that's true. Oh. oh, no! But they we're, didn't help. But they didn't help. No, but we're three. Of, we're three of five. We're yeah, three that's of five. True. That's true. So, <laughs> so yeah, Miguel goes to Pete the cop to try to find you know the nuns, and you know Pete says you know I like you kid you know, and, and Miguel's just pleading his case. He goes, I have nothing else to give you. So mm-hmm. you know, what do you want? And you know, Pete kind of brokers this deal with his name is Rex, correct? Yeah, Rex the, the cowboy. Yeah, and we we find out later in the episode, but we'll we'll get into that piece of it, but. He's kind of like a liaison between 
perjures, and he, he's kind of like the in-between. He's mm-hmm. able to kind of float in between everything, you know, get people to where they need to be. Which, if, okay, which brings me to one thing that I was thinking of. If they continue this purge into next season, they need to keep this bar, because I'm looking at all the, like, creeps and cretins and characters that are in this bar. I can't even imagine all the stories that those motherfuckers could tell yeah. on Purge Night. You I, know what I'm saying? You know, I almost... There, there's a little piece of me that says, I think that they should just stay at ten episodes, because I don't want to know everything about those people. It's kind of nice to have like the imagination piece of it kind of run wild into, right. into not knowing what they are but, I mean, or some, what they do. I mean, but something like making that like something like the Continental. Yes. See what I'm saying? Not yes. like, but not Pete, make... but Pete's bar wouldn't even be like a burger. Like a burger grill in the Continental. No, 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 by far, <laughs> no. But it, it, it's like a lemonade. Harry and Perkins could take out everybody in Pete's bar. It's like a lemonade stand in the middle of fucking the Coca Cola factory. That's true. So that's true. But yeah, almost a piece of me doesn't want to. I, I don't want to dive more into that lore because I think it's just enough that yeah. you can your imagination kind of takes you where it needs to go. But if they continue, I wouldn't mind it being like a hub. Like a yeah. central hub of weighing of... Like, yeah, because we already know it's like a safe house you right. know, during the purge. No matter if you're a purger or a purgee. Yeah. So no matter, like, any everybody is, like, equal yep. there, you know, under Pete's, like, guys, which I did. But so he helps him and puts him in the contact with the cowboy, and the cowboy's like, one, stop fucking interrupting me. And I thought the same thing. I thought the exact same thing because he's like, look, I don't care what I'm like, dude, at least let him finish the fucking sentence. Yeah, it's like, know? I understand you're trying to find your sister, but I mean, damn, this guy's trying to help you. Mm-hmm. So shut up and listen. Exactly. Time is of the essence, true, but fucking, it doesn't take a second to not be rude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you could at least say, excuse me. Right. I mean, you're you're in the safe zone from the purge. You don't have to be a you don't have to be an impolite asshole too. So now, and, and you know, Pete kind of brokers this deal between Rex and, and Miguel to with the jar of moonshine. Yeah, and oh man, it was straight up like a mason jar of moonshine. It wasn't like a bottle. I mean, this was mason jar. I mean, he straight up gave him a bottle of white lightning. Yeah, I mean, I I was waiting for like Rex to take a drink and go. It started having like ticks. His cowboy hat starts spinning. <laughs> Woo! Nice. <laughs> so, and you know, Rex agrees to you know take Miguel to try to find these nuns, and you know he knows immediately where they're going. Yep. Which and so it, does Pete. Which for me kind of set off a little trigger. Exactly. You know, in my head, going, okay, how does this guy know exactly where these people are going? I mean, we know Pete's well connected and everything. Yeah. But like to know, like I know the exact person yeah, to call. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know exactly who to call and where you're gonna go and why we need to call and why we need to call this person later on. It's fucked up. Yeah, and uh, the other thing that kind of triggered my, my, my spidey sense is the mm-hmm. fact that when Rex was talking to him, he goes, I can get you in there, but getting like, out is yeah. on you. Yep. You know, so... But that's fair, though. I mean, for, but, any, for any recon mission. I, I understand that, man, but the way he said it is just like, man, I'm going to, like, barter you off to somebody, and if you get out, if you get out, if, if you don't, it's on you. Mm-hmm. So... But that was cool of him for the cowboy to be, like, because the guy's like, I live there, I live there, I live there, I live there. And the cowboy was like, God damn, did you not live somewhere else, you know? Yeah, and Miguel just tells him, you know, I was in a lot of foster homes growing up. But then he goes, hey, you know what? You got to seize the day. You know, the purge night is just, is a perfect example. Yeah, carpe you, diggum smacks. Exactly. You might not live to see. 
<laughs> you just got that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So fucking um, no, live to see the day because like you might not make it. Yeah, absolutely. you know. So stop living in the past. Yeah, and it was it was a cool interaction between you know the cowboy and Miguel when when they're kind of going through their histories and whatnot, and you find out that that the cowboy was a former telemarketer, right? You know, it's just like you know. Thank you for calling. You know, Verizon. It's just like so cheesy the way he said it, but I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah, and he goes, and you know what? He goes, I hate the purge, but I make a lot of money on it. And then, and then we that was why. my red flag. That was like, how do you make money in the? Wait a minute, you know. And so then, when he first of all, one, I like the cowboy, but fuck you, the girl from Impania is a good song. I don't oh, care. Oh, it's a fantastic. No, song. I don't care if it's fucking. I don't know if that was it, but like, I fucking like like. Muzak at times, so fuck that. But <laughs> but for him to keep it on, <coughs> I, I'm just glad it wasn't like a a wordless like Backstreet Boys like they used to play in the grocery store when we were growing up. This musical interlude brought to you in part by Genius McGee. Back stocks back on the right, but uh, <laughs> I was saying boomers. <laughs> but yeah, you you've got the the interaction with Miguel and the and the, the cowboy, and the red flags go up, right? And, and you hear like a bump in the <laughs> back of his truck, right? It's like whoa, he's he's carrying human cargo. Mm-hmm. He's taking people to. This fucking dope ass place, the Carnival of Flesh. Okay, so we're now the we, Purge Carnival. <laughs> so now one. Okay, before we go to the Purge Carnival, because that's basically the end of Miguel's story. Very true. The Purge Carnival. Um, I love the interaction and the introduction of the cowboy. Even though we won't, even still, we find out that he's a sleep that, he, that he's not that he's a fucking like he captures people and sells them. The guys gotta eat. It's Purge World. Exactly. You know, I mean, they don't, it's, if it ain't going to be him, it's going to be the nuns. Yeah. You know? Very true. And so, like, once again, I'm not condoning going out and kidnapping people to sell them for real life. Again, a fictional show. But, like, might as well make that money. Yeah. And so, like, he can't be, like, casting too much judgment. He's helping you out. Yeah. You know, he's helping you. He's getting you, you where you need to be. Down, right. And he knows you're going to take people down. So, he's like, all right, cool. Let's go. But I like the introduction of the cowboy. I like that Miguel is finally letting loose because he was becoming too intense. Dude, he's wound up tighter than a cuckoo clock. Exactly. And like, like I want my sister, where's my sister, where's my sister? He was becoming too one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm glad they actually like toned him down a bit in this segment and like let him actually become a character. Yeah, and let him breathe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. By giving the little snippets to the cowboy about, you know, I grew up there, I grew up there, and he's like, don't tell me you grew up there. He's like, nah, I lost my virginity there. Right. And I'm like, you lost your virginity at a bonfire? But I'm like. <laughs> exactly! It's like a fucking gazebo? Like, come on, I man. mean, hey, man, each their own, but. Hey, I can't judge. I'm not saying nothing. So. <laughs> Thank you. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> so. <laughs> but but we don't really get a lot. I mean, we get a lot of story with with Miguel, but we don't get but a lot no of action, action from him. Right. But we do find you know the carnival. The of flesh. carnival of flesh. That one is a fucking dope ass name. That right? is true. It, that, it, that's a great band name. Fucking band name. Fucking. I want to go to a carnival of flesh. That's what I want to do. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's good. If it's in Vegas, I don't know where it is. <laughs> but one of these days, I'm gonna like do and 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 I hope it's like and when I mean a carnival of flesh. This was like 
a museum of like pain and torture and, and like yeah, atrocities. You that know, was, that was what was really weird is because I they th- had like these different parts in history that you could interact with. And purge at the same time. And really time. kill somebody. Like, like they even, had a guillotine. Yeah, like and people dressed up in the French Revolution, like try the guillotine, and then like burn them at the stake in the Salem witch. In the Salem style. witch hut, yeah. Or like put them up against the wall in gangland style, you know. And so like all these different ways to dispatch and kill people, and 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 you know what? You could get a lot of value for your dollar at the Carnival of Flesh. Yeah, because apparently you can Life buy, is cheap. Yeah, the you know, Penelope interacts with this older man and he I, I you know, he mistakens, you know, Penelope for a person they once knew. And I think, you know, his I, granddaughter I, it was dementia. Yeah, I think it's a little a lot of dementia. I felt so that that almost broke my heart, dude. Because first of all, you have to have a heart in order for it to break. Don't don't lie to our listener. I said almost. His heart grew three sizes that day. But like, <laughs> no. But fucking. So first off, Penelope's having it rough. First of all, she meets fucking that that one chick. Like, you know, which which good for the biker girl or whatever yeah. she went. Good for the biker for telling you like she you went know, out the way she wanted to. She goes, I'm gonna go out how I want to do. You you leave the, leave me alone with that. Fruit, and fruit. she straight up started. Prison shanking yes, people. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. She took out one of those prison of flesh guards. Yeah. Like, and then with fish, right? Which knocked Penelope into the old man, and the old but the, but the old man was fighting too, wasn't he? No, he got knocked down. Oh, by and, the and biker Pen- girl yeah, and, and, and Penelope was saying, you know, oh, you're trying to crush him. You know, get you know, get mm-hmm. off of him, kind of. Deal. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you're my granddaughter. What are you doing here? And I was like, oh man. And then she rolled with it for a little bit, and he was like, okay, come on, let's go. And she shouldn't have said that she was because that's like one for him to know like oh I was wrong mm-hmm. and I'm trying to save this person one I fucked up and that's heartbreaking and then like okay cool still you're too young right live your life don't live in the once again this whole again the message don't live in the past yeah right live in the future look forward to tomorrow he was like you got a lot of life I'm done I'm gonna help you out and she's like, let me go, let me go, let me go, you know? Yep. Even still, even when she didn't want to be there, she was like, let me go, let me go, I want to die. Or or whatever. Because she's, I think the Kool-Aid is wearing off. Oh, dude, the Kool-Aid was wearing off after the first kill. After, after the after the axe time murder. But I mean, yeah, like, I, think, I think that's when it got really real for Penelope. Yeah, I mean, really wearing off. Like, to the point where, like, I don't want to die. But at the same time, why not try and accept the help from the old man? You because know? I mean, I, I think she realized at that point there's really nothing that she could do, and yeah. there's nothing that he could do. Yeah. So we find out that he gets wrangled up by by beefy Mick, you know, the the beefy Mick uh, guard or whatever the the circus guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude was huge. Yeah, he was. He was a fucking monster. He was a, he was he wasn't quite the mountain, but he was he was like a hill. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he grabs a hold of the old man and they take him up there. And the like the auctioneer, the purge auctioneer, is saying, you know. Hey, this guy's at the end of his life. Can I get forty bucks? Thirty-five. Yeah, he went for thirty-five dollars. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, um, that's sad. That is crazy sad." And they even said, "This is the McDonald's of death." Yeah, because people can come and people pay here. Yeah, they pay here to come in and get cheap kills. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they get their thrill, you know. Yeah. So, and, and then is- then you see that Penelope actually goes up and and she goes up on the auction block. And immediately, I mean, she's six six hundred bucks is the starting bid for her, and then she ends up going for two thousand dollars by some. And we're like, oh shit, who's the fuck gonna buy him? And, we're like, and you were like, I bet it's that creep from back in the day. And then 
we find out it was Henry. Sure enough, it yeah. was Henry. Henry will be mine. No, it, no, it was it was the guy that Miguel was initially looking for yep. when he was trying to find his sister. You're right, the creep from back in the day. So, I like the way they brought that back. Yeah, because we never really it's saw nice. him. It's, it's a nice little callback. Because we even said, <laughs> I, I was listening to one of our past episodes. We were like, if we never find out who the fuck Henry is, I'm fine with that. You know, and now that we know that the Henry is this like. Apparently, King Sleaze. Yeah. Because if his goons were sleazy... That's very true. Very you true. know? So, I mean, we don't, we don't know what happens to Penelope, but we do know that she, you know, fetched a pretty penny mm-hmm. at, at the purge auction at pretty the Pretty penny uh, Penelope. Yeah, at the Carnival of Flesh. I would so go to the Carnival of Flesh. I think we covered that. Purge World or not? Purge World or not? Like, okay, if it was Purge World, yeah, I'd go to the Carnival of Flesh and, like, like look. And like maybe enjoy, maybe go buy a corn dog because they had like all the snacks. I keep telling there. you, stop lying to our listener. <laughs> Sorry, Lance, Lance from Uruguay. Sorry, we Lance. apologize. Sorry, Lance. No, but um, even if it wasn't, even if like the Carnival of Flesh wasn't about murder, but it was just it was the, the aesthetics were cool. Yeah, yeah. It was a super cool, crazy ass carnival, and I'm a sucker for crazy carnivals. I mean, it's really something we haven't seen in the movies before. No, it was neat. It was and a I good mean, idea. And, and that's the other thing, too. You know, they're, they're taking this this idea of the purge, and they're kind of going different ways, like with the gauntlet, mm-hmm. and w- with this carnival of flesh. Well, and, and it adds, like, okay, this sounds dark and morbid, but it adds an element of, like, flair and levity and color and brightness to yeah. an ordinarily, and fun, to an ordinarily, like, dark and tense situation. Yeah. I mean, show or not, the Purge World's got to be crazy shit. Might be kind of cool to go to a fucking carnival on Purge World, you know? But also, once again, it it was great to see, like, the fun and merriment, but also, like, it was also pretty fucked up to see, one, that they just captured people to sell them, and two, how fucking cheap they went for. Yeah. I mean, you could probably go... On a take take a date to fucking the Carnival of Flesh, hundred dollars get like a, two people to kill and dinner for two, you know. <laughs> so like that's a fucking Groupon right there. There we go, purge Groupons for Carnival of Flesh. Uh, oh, and moving right along, brilliant, brilliant idea, <laughs> Groupons. But I think the the final part that we have to talk about is the purge protector, mm-hmm. and he gets probably the shortest piece of this episode and like he's had with all the other episodes. just like the last minute yeah but i mean this was exceptionally short yeah. for his story yeah he, go, he goes into a convenience store and he finds two people murdered and mm-hmm. he breaks down yeah and he goes no you know th- this wasn't supposed to happen to you this wasn't supposed to happen so let me ask you genius was that his parents was that you know a loved one i mean what what are we talking about here it had to have been his parents because yeah. they definitely were not the people in the picture. If they were, it was a picture taken twenty fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, because these you. these people were definitely a lot older than the people who was on the GPS. So they have to be the parents or maybe a loved one of some sort because, like, maybe he's still after that girl. Okay. Yep. And there was where her parents, he yeah. where she worked at a store or something. So and I don't know. We still don't know anything about his end game or what he does. And we even reveal his face. But I'm super pissed it's not Frank Grillo. Me too. Me too. What I was gonna say you're Come on, throw me throw us a bone. Right? Just just a little Frank Grillo. Just hitting it coming up like, hey, I'm Frank Grillo, and then disappear and I'd be fine. Doodle-doo. Right? Just, <laughs> just Frank Grillo to shape it. Just shape it. And so like no. So, I don't know. We revealed his face, but we still don't know any fucking thing about him. But I still think he's one of the coolest, most interesting characters because of his mystery and mystique. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't have a lot of information on him. No. One, I think he looks cool. Two, like, he definitely knows what to do. He's a badass with a shotgun. 
And so, like, what his end game is, or what, not even the end game, what his fucking beginning game, you know, his start game. So, I definitely want to see more Purge Protector. I do, too. I wouldn't even mind seeing a whole fucking episode of the Purge Protector. That would be kind of cool. Just you know, one kinda, full fucking and, episode. And I bet you, like, in, in you know, during a normal non-Purge day, he's probably like an accountant. Yeah. Or, like, you know, somebody somebody that's looked over. Yeah. You know, and, and now on Purge Night, he feels like he's, you know, powerful because he's protecting these mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So, I mean, I could definitely see that happening. Well, we wrapped up all the episode, and like we do on every episode of ours... We rank these on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, but genius. What say you? I didn't like the beginning of this episode for a couple of things. They, even the beginning of all the stories just seemed to kind of drag. It wasn't until they, they gotcha. shipped, until it wasn't like, and they got into the next gear, so then they got it better, you know? And so it was just like, it didn't, so it brought down my score, but I really enjoyed what we got at the end. Yeah, you know, so, so the destination a, was worth the ride. Right, so it was a you know a slow start, but a, a good payoff. But I still was angry. About, I'm still angry at Jane. I'm extremely angry at yeah, Jane. Yeah, I, I still don't what the hell she's thinking. But right, that's not me. I'm angry at Jenna because like I wanted to like her. I didn't know she was going to break her own rules. And that's yeah, that's not cool in my book. You know, so the characters that I'm liking are losing cool points in my eyes and that's another thing like and I'm not trying to hold it against the story but and like lower my score but at the same time it's affecting my score so yeah I mean you gotta have you gotta have a genuine pathos with these characters and you have to have a connection with them so in order to really get into it right so I'm gonna go six and a half okay and I'm, I'm actually gonna go a very very much in line with you I'm gonna go six and a half as well I mean, I might even border on a seven mm-hmm. because I did like the story that we got with yeah. Miguel and, and the cowboy and kind of, you know, the mystique behind that. Yeah, that's true. I did really like this, the the carnival of flesh. Me too. Not necessarily <laughs> not for the same reasons you did. Okay, <laughs> but but I like the the fact that we're building this world mm-hmm. like like this almost like twisted worlds of fun. You know, if yeah. you're regional, but you know, like this weird like Disneyland. amusement park, amusement of, park, yeah. Oh, very nice. I like that. Yeah. That's coming to a t-shirt near you. In an abusement park. But yeah, I'm going to go six and a half, seven. Um, but I do want to remind everybody that we will be back next Wednesday with episode five of USA's The Purge. But mm-hmm. on behalf of Genius McGee, I'm Dustin P. And I'm going to go to the Carnival of Fucking Flesh. <laughs>